See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. We are back for another week of exciting B-movie review. My name is Mal. With me, as Dr. always, Mobius. from Parts Unknown. And this is Slow Robot A Go-Go, Big Show 244. Two. Wow. I thought we were like two, well, 250s coming soon. Yeah? That'll be an extravaganza. Of, of one movie of us talking about it. And like, we got to get all the, you know, all the yeah. party favors. And like sure, right, of course. Beer. We're going to be doing a special, a very special movie for that yeah, one. Yeah, very special. Boy, I, you know, it's so funny. Um, suffered my, you know, as you know, I've talked about it on air quite a bit. I'm, I'm uh, launching a... Uh, a, a, a silk screening endeavor, kind of a side business thing, posters and whatnot. D- did my first trial run like uh like last early this week, and it ended in epic failure. Like like usual when you're trying something new, you know. I was like, oh my god, like I had this really cool image of Clint Eastwood and uh, you know from the from the the trilogy, yeah, where, where he's standing there with the gun, you know, the famous silhouette, and I put like a orange background, a big star on it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be cool. Just something to, to to get started with. Well, and of course, it was just an epic failure. Why? Like, the colors didn't come out right? No, the, screen, the, the first screen I burned didn't even, like, it wouldn't even separate. It was so, like, it was too detailed and the screen is too, the mesh was too fine. So then I was, I was dejected because, but whatever, I don't know why I was suffering from delusions of grandeur that I could just come in and do this. Uh, so then I, I remade a very simplistic uh, text, big text, big big plain graphic, and I did those last night, and those worked out for me. But it was uh, Jesus. So why the more complicated image wouldn't come out right? Yeah, well, I I'm sure as I progress, I'll be able to do stuff like that. Not the first time, you know, like you know, what I mean, the first one is like. I just made a very simple design, and it, now now those screens came out. I'm gonna pr- I'm gonna print those today, or start working on printing those. And I made a two color design that I'm gonna try as well. Um, I already got the screens burned, but it, you know you have to like learn these lessons. But I was like, oh god, you know, I didn't expect the uh, bummer uh, start to the whole thing. But it eh, started whatever. a little bit too uh, grandiose. grandiose. I, thought, I thought I could step in and just do whatever I wanted. Not so much. But I mean, eventually, that's the that's the, the goal. Uh, the goal, yeah, and to be I able will. to do something like that. Is it because the printing didn't come out right, or the colors weren't properly? No, uh, I th- I think what happened is, and this now there's different screen meshes, and I have sc- the screen I, the screens I have are very tight, so I think I have to like for Christmas I'm ordering the uh, the 110 screens, which is like the work workhorse. Everyone uses 110. I have 230. Which is really tight, which is high end. St- I mean, like very high definition com- for a silk screening, and I, and I also think I was making it like press quality or higher, and I think that was too much information. Mm. Like I should have dialed it down to like 
like 55 lines oh, and 110 yeah, DPI. Yeah, yeah. I think I literally had it it's at like a, it's a, it's 600. An adjustment. I think I had it like at 600 DPI. And it should like be lower? Probably way lower. 300. Because like, I, I, I guess the lines should be 55 lines per inch, and it doesn't pick up anything over half of that or double that. So anything over 110 is just extra. So maybe I, I confused the whole process by making it too nice kind of thing, you know. So, well, uh, I'll dial it back, but it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, crap. Uh, I don't deal with failure too well. I get angry so about it, you know. So you broke things, didn't you? No, I didn't break okay, things. Okay, good. Oh, no, I did. I broke my pressure washer. Uh, on purpose? But, no, but it broke. But uh, uh, So it wasn't, I mean, I didn't do that on purpose, but it I just. I could have used a pressure wash, but uh, I had to go somewhere else. <laughs> you had to go somewhere else. You had to stand on the track and let you pull you through a car wash, you know. Yeah, I could do that, you know. Yeah. Or just walk through it back and forth, like, you know, while yeah. the car behind me is going like, what is this idiot doing? You know? <laughs> I'm getting my wax on my undercarriage. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. I did something, Okay. I've been going through the, the these newspaper archives, free ones. Nice. There used to be like uh, there used to be more newspapers. I, it's the St. Pete, St. Pete Times is still you're still able to get archival of St. Pete Times from like olden days for free. Uh-huh. I used to be able to get um, the my, uh, Miami News and um, and the Palm Beach Post, which are more like where I used to live. And they uh, they pulled them, and I go, what the hell? They're not here anymore. And I kept doing research. It turns out that those papers were owned by Cox Communications, and they sold. Uh, and they sold them for money to another company, which you have to pay. So I can't get those. But I got the same piece of time. So I'm going through the ads, and they have like old TV listings, and they actually have TV listings in the 60s in South Florida, which was like, wow, that's interesting. That's what I wanted. But I started going through the movie ads you know yeah. the quality is not that great you know because i think it was mic shot and it was microfilmed or something i don't know it was not that great but oh my god there was a drive-in back in the 60s called the 28th street drive-in i don't know if you were you ever here with the 28th street no, drive-in no okay it was on 28th street and 50th avenue i go wow i mean i went through like late 60s mid 60s to early 70s all our movies I'm exaggerating, but a lot of our movies that we do all played there on triple <laughs> and quadruple features over quadruple the Quadruple Like features. four movies, Dust Till Dawn. You're talking about Green Slime and Undertaker and his pals and like, you know, Dimension 5 maybe, which is our movie for today. Wow. And, uh, and four movies. And I'm like, oh my God. You know, I go, this place was like a mecca of greatness. So I go, I got to find this place and see what's there now. So yesterday I took a drive, went down to 20th Wal- Street. Walgreens? No, CVS. No, a trailer park, and it looks like the building for Bright House, right in <laughs> where that that movie theater was. It's not in a nice neighborhood. It's not in a nice neighborhood. Do me a favor. If, when you're trolling through these, if you see, uh, if you find some that are particularly interesting, like maybe a, where an ad, if it's an ad that was built and looks pretty cool, would you shoot it my way? They're black and white, though. That's what I want. Some of those might be a really good silk screen where, oh, where I, if it's I, like, I, uh, if it has a burst that says quadruple feature and it's like all those craziness and it has the I, marquees or something. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, well, I, I, uh, screen sa- I, I did a screensaver on a bunch of them. You can only screensave them. You can't right click and save it because it's not like, but, but, but I screen, I got a bunch of them already. Yeah, send them because I, I will. If, like, if you see one that looks cool. 
Like I'll send it, you a bunch you of think them. of it, it's on a screen on a T-shirt and it looks cool because I'll just convert convert it to vector and then I can size it however I want. Like I'll just blow it up and make it a vector piece. But I'll uh, get it to you. that'd be fun. There's a bunch of them on there. You know, but the I mean, quality but, varies. Yeah, and some I think of them, I have some old ones that might have been nice. I'll see if I can find the clearest ones. Yeah, or just interesting subject matter. And and, and it, like I said, if it has any kind of graphics on it, because if it's just plain text, then it's boring as hell. Who cares? But, but the thing about it, I think we talked about it before. When you go through all this, all these old newspapers, and you look at the the headlines, and uh, I mean, it's basically the in the '60s. There are changes. There are things that are different, but you're gonna see serial killings. Same you're shit. You're gonna see riots. You're gonna see like murders. You're gonna see like all oh, corruption. You're gonna see all the same. It's just now it's on steroids. It's like I always say before, it's like all we are now is the same world except it's on steroids or HGH or a combination <laughs> of both. No, now all it is, it's on social media and 24-hour news. That it's too. the same shit. It's 100% the same crap, and the same things are happening. It's just we grandiose everything and social media perpetuates everything. That's all. Nothing There's no difference. There's no difference the first... Technology has changed, but what we do with it is almost like the same, same garbage that we did back then. We're just <laughs> like... We're like creatures of... the. Just uh, like Zeppelin said, the song remains the it, same. It did. It did. It's, it's not a good song either. I, mean, I like Led Zeppelin. I do like Led Zeppelin. I like that song, but I don't like the song that we've been singing oh, for the last... Oh, I went on a freaking... Thanks, thanks to Dr. Morbius... I went on a mystical journey through videos and and Beavis and Butthead. Uh, is it did they is it the original? Now here's what happened. Yes, it's the good ones. The Beavis and Butthead. They have if you watch the old ones with the music videos in them, they're hilarious. Yeah. If you have the ones where the music videos aren't in them, or if you have the new ones where they're just making fun of like MTV stuff, they're shit. But <laughs> this, and they had a mixture. Oh, okay. Like, the first one I watched was all the old stuff, and they were like, it was hilarious. Like, l- I like, was uh, laughing. Metallica. <laughs> yeah, no, and, like, some like some bad, uh, some cheesy group comes the on, and, and, and Butthead just goes, uh-oh. Because <laughs> like, it's like the very first scene, you're like, oh, this is crap. And they're funny. And then the second one that came on was was that, uh, like, the newer ones, which are just garbage, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. Um, and the funnier thing... I taped some called Metal Mayhem. I taped one or two called I Love the 80s or 80s, whatever. Who gives a crap? Because that's what I watched when I was growing up. The Metal Mayhem, the first one was total garbage. It was all like live performances from 2007 music video review or music award show. And I'm like, look, I didn't tune into music uh, Metal Mayhem on MTV to watch 70-year-old dudes pretending to be 30-year-old dudes. I don't need that shit. We've all seen Kiss a million times. Show me the real one or don't show them to me. So I went through that and I was like, ugh. And then I was like, I don't even know I'm going to watch the second one. I turned it on and it was all the original videos from the original time. Oh, I was like, okay. I was like, cool. That's better. You know, Paranoid and, and um, Alice Cooper, when they were doing that that one show that did all that, like, where it was the green and purple, oh, like... the Beat Club. Yeah, the German Beat Club. German show is called the Beat Club. The Beat yeah. Club. And it was all those first videos and you're like, yes. You know, they had Dio and all this shit. And you're like, okay, now this is what I'm tuning in for. What was that other crap? So they're trying to mix stuff they have on hand with the, the yeah. original stuff. And I guess I, it makes sense, I guess. So did, they, did they do another Beavis and Butthead that was the original? I haven't I haven't set to tape every one they ever do. Oh, okay. I'll so you, see. you just put every one on. Yeah, that's what I did, right. you know. And I'll, and I'll just watch the old ones and, you know, because the new ones are terrible. Uh, it's not, their writing is funny. I always thought their writing was funny, you know. Mike Judge is a very funny guy. 
it's the stuff they're making fun of. Instead of doing music videos, they started doing real world and, and stuff. And you're just like, ah, I hate reality TV. I don't need to see somebody making fun of shows I hate. You know, yeah. it's not even funny. But overall, really cool. Um, they're very video. If the videos just say videos, it's all from the 90s. It's so much rap and shit like that. Early rap. Not even rap I like, like early rap, you know. And uh, so don't... I mean, if you're, if you're a 90s kid, you'll probably love it. But normally, I don't like it, then you have to find the stuff that I like, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I saw, I saw like, they, they're, trying, they're bringing back all their old shows, which yeah. they still have the rights to. Again, if Keep they it. are showing some yeah. the original Beavis and Butthead, that's good. Yeah. That's great, actually. And they have Eon Flux with... I didn't... I don't remember if I even liked that show. I don't even remember Bizarre. that show. Yeah, the one woman that's like... Yeah. Made dominatrix gal running around. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange show. I yeah. taped it and I didn't watch it. They I was did like, a movie uh, of that with... What's yeah. her face? Um, uh, uh, yeah, the blonde. I can't think of her name right now. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Tight-ass McVagina Head. I think her name is. <laughs> no, that's not her name at all. I don't know what her name is. <laughs> the South African woman. I can't think of her name right now. <laughs> Tight-ass McVagina Head. That's like the new toy by Mattel. Sure, know, whatever. kids this Christmas. Yep. Every know. kid wants one. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's take a trailer break. Then when we get back, we're going to go to a new dimension. The fifth dimension. We're going to go to a new Not dimension. Not the singy one, but the other one with, with Asian with dudes in wheelchairs and, and, and things. Yeah. And Stuff. Jeff Hunter. Sure, why not? All right. Uh, all right. This is, uh, this is an oldie, but, uh, well, it, it's an oldie where I come from. All right, guys, uh, listen, this is the Blues Riff and B. Watch me for the changes and try and keep up, okay? Johnny Good, who never ever learned to read or write so well. 
Okay, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> Welcome to an evening with Karloff, the master of menace in five fright-filled features. Watch breathlessly as the coffin opens to release the Sarah Duck. <laughs> it's only a gal and bulls, the raven. Join Boris Karloff in the most gruesome day of the undead, Black Sabbath. Chilling delights. Die, monster, die. And who knows? You may die. Laughing at the comedy of terrors. Five of Carlos' creepiest capers in nightmare colors. And you are invited. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. She's the kind of woman few people know exists. Glamorous, popular, wealthy. The complete image of goodness and beauty, but devoted to destruction. They call her the devil's widow. She uses the oldest power on earth, the power to turn men on. First she drains them of their manhood, and then of their lives. The Devil's Widow, a jet-set enchantress who opens her arms willingly to the young men who dream of sharing her lonely passions. And when she's finished with them, she turns their dreams into hallucinogenic nightmares of death. <coughs> See The Devil's Widow, starring Ava Gardner as the Mistress of the Occult. An American international picture rated PG, parental guidance suggested. When you meet The Devil's Widow, your nightmare begins. They say, see a broad to get that booty act <laughs> leg her down or smack them, yak them. Cold got to be. You know? Shit. Pacific! Pacific Vibrations tells it like it is. A surfer's spectacular love affair with the Pacific Ocean. Well, you can imagine a wave that is so round that you could fit a truck inside it. You got a hell of a wave. Your mind's got to flow to flow with the waves. And it was like... This huge white bony surf coming at you, you just, your heart is just like a thought, and you just, you really get excited inside, I can't explain, I've never experienced anything like it before. Each good wave that passes, I'm sorry I hadn't been out already, there'd never be another one that's good, you know, there's only one wave that's like that. See the surfing of Ralph Arnest, Bill Hamilton, and Jacques Sutherland. Hear the sounds of Queen, the Steve Miller Band, Wolfgang, Ry Cooter, and others. Pacific vibrations, like Woodstock on a wave. In color rated G. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. All right, we are back. And now it's time for Dimension 5. Up, up, and away. This was another one of those, uh, boy, James Bond is popular. Let's do that thing. 
It, it, the, it, this guy, the, who, who's our main spy? Jeffrey Hunter. Jeffrey Hunter. Who was who made his fame as he played Jesus in King of Kings. Nice. And uh, then he went on to do like uh, B drugs. movies. No. Oh, B he movies. He died young. Yeah. He died in the oh, yeah. He, he was three, mo- three, three years after this. Yeah, he died young. He, he, was, he was literally 42 years old. I, I read that and I was like, this guy died? Because the yeah. Asian lady is still alive. Frank Nguyen, yeah. yeah. So this was, um, the, he has all the smarm of uh, Agent <laughs> for Harm. Like, this guy is the <laughs> snarkiest, harm, smarmiest guy since the other smarmy guy from Agent for Harm. A lot, lot, lot less boob grabbing, though. On a, you oh, know, no, none whatsoever. None. Where in Agent for Harm, he did grab that boob. Many times. For, for Take two. <laughs> Okay. Whoops. Let's oh, sorry. Oops. Did I get that again? Sorry. Sorry. Squeak. Sorry. I was eating a quack, Snickers. Regards. Boobs. Ha- boob. Boob grab. No. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Any. So this is uh, just like a time travel stop a nuclear bomb from happening in L.A. story kind of thing. Tale. Typical joint. Typical I don't know. like sci-fi spy nuclear bomb Asian whole shtick. You've seen it before. Yeah. This is the beginning. This is the first one. So the guy, the very first thing, you you know, the first scene is a an old style Duesenberg style car with a real open headers, fast, uh, racing away from an army jeep, and the guy goes flying into the desert and he grabs some girl and kisses her and says like, "See you later, kitten." And he punches her, right? Yeah, he knocks her out and runs into a cave, and you're like, "Okay, this is an odd sequence." And then this jeep comes up with a whole bunch of military dudes, and they're like, "Hut, hut, hut," and they're like chasing after him. And then there's a helicopter, and he starts talking to the helicopter, giving him some elaborate hand signals, like, go land over there. And they, they, they corner him on the beach, and they go, ready, aim, and oh, oh my god, he's disappeared. Oh, and they go running over, like, where'd he go? And then he says, 23 skidoo, and he runs through the cave, and they come out, and that's where the helicopter is, and he flies away. And he smugly looks down at them, and they're like, huh, weird. Well, before he disappears, he opens up his belt, and he's got this, like... Chastity belt with like three knobs, and he just disappeared. Oh, yeah. And these are like the big knobs from old TVs. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, you know, the world before uh, transistors, and and then of course, the stuff we're used to today was so hilariously huge. There's like tubes in there. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's so electronics has really benefited more more than anything from technology. I mean, sure. just. Sure. You know, the the fact that you're holding a piece of glass that is essentially the fastest computer in the world is is, is phenomenal, you know. So you look at back at this old stuff and you see the technology using it. It has fuses and knobs and stuff, and you're like, oh, man. It also looks like a little bit of, it also is, looks like a little bit of a, of a futuristic device. Uh, chastity belt and uh, Batman's uh, Batman's utility belt. Oh, That's Batman's what it looked like to me. They also like uh, uh, when you win a wrestling in, in yeah. Texas wrestling. R- Randy Macho Man Savage yeah. was coming for that belt. That was his championship belt. Luckily, from he, from, from Missouri, from he, Missouri. Yeah, our guy, our our head spy, he snapped into a slim gym and got away from Randy Macho Man. Otherwise, there was going to be some problems. Yeah, I'm coming for the belt. <laughs> but uh, he didn't. He he got away from him. Yeah, so. so he gets away, and then you go, wow, that was nifty. And then, like every '70s movie, there's one of those open, open plexiglass '60s, 60s open plexiglass helicopters, cause we love those. Oh my not god! All, not only that, but the helicopter takes off, and you have four of the worst marksmen ever in the uh, L.A. police force, cause they're only like 50 feet away, and they miss rounds of bullets. While all you gotta do is shoot at the at the you gotta propeller. Do it once, fuel, hit the fuel tank. No, I would shoot that little spinny thing in the back. That sure. means you go out of control and crash, and they're dead. Sure. 
No, you can't even hit that. The nope. worst they're gang that can shoot straight. Nope, yeah. There you go. So anyway, so now they're flying, and this is they land on top of a of a that gi- was cool of a gigantic building because that was cool. You know, you've made it in the sixties and seventies if you have a building with an X on the roof where helicopters land. I like that. Cool. I want to do that one time. Just land on top of a building. I want to own that building that yeah, has that X on yeah. it. I'd be like, paint. It's I, the X Men. Like, it was the X Men building. Yeah, I, I'd be like, go have our maintenance men brighten up that X on the on the ceiling. It, it looks a little dull today. I want yeah. an extra vibrant There's some white. lime green to yeah. it, and a purple Tinted. X on it. Lime green background, purple X. Uh oh. <laughs> Buildings of future past. Anyway. Yeah. So now, now we get like the exposition pulls up with the helicopter and just kind of dumps all over your head, <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh, I'm a spy, and look, look at this. We have there says that the the Ming Dynasty or the Ming, they're gonna send the, the the dragons. I'm sorry, the dragons told us if we don't have all no American troops in Southeast Asia, out of Southeast Asia, out of Southeast Asia, they're gonna nuke L.A. This is like this is interesting because this is like pre. Via, I mean, we were involved in Vietnam, but this is this is right before the war got really heated and people yeah. got started getting drafted. There's like a and there's like they want they want the Americans out of Southeast Asia or also going to drop a nuclear thermal nuclear bomb. And then the you know Jeff Hunter is talking to his M, you know his main guy, and they can't figure out how they're going to do it because they don't have like they're any. like how they like no they have one. And they're like okay that's bad. And they're like but they're huge. How would they ever do it? They're like they can't drop it. And then, then they so they kind of talk their way into. They're like, oh, they our operatives say that they're they're bringing it in piece by piece, and they're going to assemble it, then detonate it. And they're like, well, if they already started doing that, us pulling out all our troops isn't going to stop them from doing it anyway. Then they would exactly, do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, so now we have the stakes are pretty high. They're going to nuke L.A. And 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 while he's not to us Florida folks, but to other people, you know. Yeah, well, LA. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and while he's going into the uh, into the uh, there's all this like kind of like pseudo like lame innuendo like you know. And then the the three girls at the at the counter there are all like, oh, you know, Jeff Hunter. Oh, our so hot groovy. stud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's so groovy. Yeah, how about a date tonight? He's like. He's like, I'll be back after you know five minutes to pick you up with Mr. Yeah. Microphone or something. <laughs> so yeah, so, so cheeseball, and that's where you're like, oh, Ian Fleming, you 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 you've created a world that we cannot <laughs> we cannot we can sustain this world that you've created, but everyone's gonna emulate it. And so now he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, by the way, here's a here's a a, a bat utility belt for your the person that's coming in. The agent that's coming in from from uh, Southeast Asia, and, and he's like, "Oh, he must be tiny because it's a little thing." I'm like, "It's a girl, you idiot!" But whatever. Yeah, so they right. don't say that. They're just like, "Oh, whatever." Because huh. yeah. he because the guy keeps saying the agent, the agent. He doesn't say some chick. And then, you know. go, and then he goes out. We want we're gonna get you an airplane. We want you to go to the airport. And I think he was supposed to <coughs> pick up some oh, guy. Or that's right. No, because <coughs> bef- before we see this girl coming to town. There's also now they've captured an agent of dragon, and they're gonna take him to a specialty torturing device and get some info to get the him. info about where and it is. Jeff Hunter's being sent there. To I blew it because we do that first because they don't know how they're getting this and they're like, how are we gonna get this bomb in? That's weird. I don't know. Hmm. Then they take that guy to get tortured to give up all the info. Yeah. So yeah. So, like, and then it gives a chance for Jeff Hunter to do his like invisible dimension huh. five trick again. Just, sure, why not? Because he's goes to he goes to the he goes he's sent there to the airport where the where there's like the spy that was captured yeah. and and while he's there there's also other spies. No, that's there. when they landed. 
right. We forgot the first scene because when the first, the, 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 at first they're like, well, they're going to take him to the doctor to get tortured and give up all the information. Before that, they're in the airport. And that's when they land. Oh, no, wait. No. They make an attempt on the guy's life when they that, get there. Yeah. That's the, no, that's, that's before. That's the two girls, though. Remember, the girl saves him. Because the two guys are watching him. He's the airport. And then one karate the kicks... Yeah, way before. Drive. So the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. So then he's yeah. in the bathroom and gets karate chopped. But then the girl saves him. And she's, then they're like, oh, thank God. Well, she they, saves him, but then, yeah. but then as they take him out... That's on the other side. You're right. That's the... the on the Oh, we're getting this mixed up already. That's a bad sign. So, the, <laughs> shit. So, like, the guy, the, the agent of the dragon oh, is, in, this movie again. is in China or wherever, who cares, and he's coming there. They try to say, they try to kill him, they miss, they get on the plane. Now, our smarmy agent is going to pick them up. Now, this is where, this is where you're picking up. Now, cause, okay, yeah, Because yeah, remember, yeah, there's yeah. that scene where that girl does save it, and you don't know if she's good or bad. Yeah, right, but then as they're taking him out, there's this, like, cowboy photographer. Yeah, now they're landing, now they're landing in L.A., and, okay, Agent Smarm, go, go get him. And he's like, okay, I will, and I'm going to take my bat belt with me. So now they're doing, now this plane lands, and... <laughs> and then, and then the, 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 Jeff Hunter's watching the guy coming out, and you see this photographer, like, dressed as a cowboy across the street, not inconspicuous at all. <laughs> Taking a picture and he shoots the guy. He shoots the the agent that they're supposed to interrogate. Yeah. So you're like, oh, and then like odd job, which that's Harrison Cotter. That's odd job. Yeah. And and I go and then the other and his henchman comes in. Good job, you know, we did it right. So then Jeff Hunter goes, oh no, you didn't. And he puts on his he gets his he hits his belt. He goes, I'm going to go back 30 yeah. seconds. He just did it to see what was going to happen. Yeah. So he'd know who to stop. So he and goes back it, 30 you know. seconds. And and right before it happens, and he runs out of the car, and right before he gets to shoot the guy, he punches the cowboy out. Knocks the cowboy out, and then he's like, follow that limo with a, with odd job in it. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, now it's time to smarm it up a little bit. And that was it. And they're like, oh, we finally got you. So then they take the doctor, because at this point, he doesn't even go to the other agent. Mm. That's not even, we don't even know she's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he takes, now he's he's successfully done his message. He's missing. He takes the dragon agent there. Now he put under the hair dryer of torture. Because the agent won't talk first. He's he won't like, talk because the dragon agents are, are they, they won't turn on anybody. As a matter of fact, before when they were in the airport, before like they went out and shot the guy, then this other agent, other of uh, uh, Asian agent, Asian agent, that's hard to say, gave pulled them over and said, "Okay, you guys, here's I'm gonna you know they pulled the gun on him. He goes, I want you to take these two pills to like kill yourselves. Yeah. Because he wanted them dead before, and they and they yeah. they stopped it. You know, the girl killed the guy who was gonna give him the pills, so they stopped it. So it's a very convoluted plot. So anyway, the guy finally after like they put him under the hair dryer and they put it on extra high. Yeah. You know, dry. So you know? weird. Because it's like, oh, this doctor's this doctor's secret machine. No one can withstand the torture. Everyone talks. Yeah, and he tries to fight a little bit, then he goes, oh my god, my hair is getting all frizzy, and then he talks. Yeah. He finally talks, and then on top of that, they're getting info out of him, but then he's such a great agent that he starts talking in Chinese, and then they had to get the Asian but Robert they, uh, Ito to interpret for yep. him, so it's like, wow, this is one hell of a, you know, like, spy, this guy. So they yeah. get the info, and basically, there's a guy called Mr. B, or whatever his name was. Buddha, Grand Buddha. B- Big Buddha. Big Buddha. Big Buddha, yeah, which is Harold Sakata. Big and money he, hustler, big he, buddy Buddha. Big <laughs> money hustlers, yeah. ICB's new thing's going to be Big Buddha. <laughs> big Buddha, that's a new record. And he's coming in, and he's the guy who's bringing in all the all the stuff, you know? He's, yeah, and that's how they find out, oh, this bomb's coming in on ships, 
It's coming in in pieces. Now that's where this is where you get all the real information about the bomb. Because yeah. this guy's talking because, you know, he's like, oh, he, he's just he's talking in his normal language, but I'm interpreting and they're bringing it in pieces. And, and then they say, what's the ship's name? I forget. It's like, oh, it's like a rising sun. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. So then he goes back to, you know, he reports, I think this is the next scene or, or somewhere around. He reports back to the uh, his boss and his boss goes, oh, by the way, here's your new... That, here's the belt for your new agent. Here's your new agent and here she is, you know, and then you meet her and he goes... Weren't you at the... I think he remembers her from the scene, doesn't he? Or No, no, because no, he wasn't on that he side. He doesn't. Oh, okay. But she goes... Before that, though, she she's talking to the one guy, and she's like, here's your $10,000. And she's like, now remember, you had oh, to yeah, set up yeah, a meeting yeah. with... Gre- I'll give you Agent Smarm. You just have to give me the... Uh, I need to meet with Grand Buddha. Big, Bo- Big Buddha. Big Buddha, yeah. And then she's like... And then he's like, nobody does that. And I was like, she's like, well, then no deal. And he's like, okay, just kidding. You can. So... Right off the bat, you think this girl's kind of like a evil, spy. a double agent or whatever, but you don't know. Now she lands. Oh, no. Now now Smarm goes back to his pad, which is the swinginest of swinging That's bachelor pads. That's what she's pads. waiting for. And, yeah. she, and, and the, the butler's like, well, she, he, the agent's already here. She's in the room. She, and he doesn't, and he goes in, and of course they're drinking, and he's like, oh, uh, get dressed. We got to go right away, you know. And then they go, oh, we're going to the... We're going to go get some takeout food. Yeah, but then there's that, that one scene where, like, he goes, she comes out and she's wearing like just his his shirt, and she's like, oh, "What's going on here?" You know, he goes, "Well, I need to, I need to, like, you know, uh, scan the scan microchip." You. And she's like, and she's like laughing, where you're pulling up your shirt. <laughs> Where's your microphone, at, lady? Yeah, no, uh, she's like, "Oh my, it's right here in my." Th-. She points to her thigh, and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> like, yeah, okay. I'm I'm a stud, and, and, and the, so then he finds out her name was like Kitty Kitty. Yeah. Oh God, it's so crazy. Kitty cats or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. It was, and because then because then he spends the rest of the time the the movie calling her kitten, yeah. and you're like, oh man. Come on, 60s. But anyway, let's take a trailer break and then we come back. Kitten and Smarm are going to go defeat the bad guys. Or will they? We hope. We hope. My God, we might be dead. This place is an untapped resource. I mean, check it out. These vocal jazz girls are hot. They had to keep their hands off girls in order to keep the Army's hands off them. That's the storyline of the darndest, gayest, funniest fairy tale you've ever seen on the motion picture screen. That's the Gay Deceivers in absolutely divine color. The Gay Deceivers stars Kevin Coughlin, Larry Casey, and Brooke Bundy and introduces the sensational find of the year, Michael Greer. Now, you see, the Gay Deceivers is all about... what. But we can't exactly tell you the storyline because it's not for mom and dad and the apple pie crowd. But for you groovy cats, it's out of sight. So, is he or isn't he? Only his draft board and his girlfriend know for sure. You won't want to miss the comedy show of many a year, The Gay Deceivers. What kind of a movie is this? Run! It's Godzilla! It looks like Godzilla, but due to international copyright laws, it's not. Still, we should run like it is, Godzilla! Though it isn't. Did you ever want to get free? Really free? Just shove it and leave it all behind? Free to do just what you please? Joyride. Three crazy kids trying to find out just how fast and how far they can go. Two drifters on the morning sky. Two drifters feeling white and high. 
John and Susie, or sometimes Scott and Susie, more than just friends. Joyride, from the director of the Pom Pom Girls, starring Desi Arnaz Jr., Robert Carradine, Anne Lockhart, and Melanie Griffith, songs by Electric Light Orchestra. Joyride, you'll never take another one like it. Rated R. No one under 17 admitted without parent or guardian. I did my three years up at the county pen. Made some friends, went Muslim, now I'm out. Praise Allah. At the Dragon Art Theater, US 441 between Alachua and High Springs. It's behind the theater. A motorcycle track with races this weekend. See the big bikes race at unbelievable speeds. See daring riders compete for prizes and trophies. See riders jump fantastic heights over each other on the exciting motocross track. See it all for just $2 general admission. Motorcycle races sanctioned by American Motorcycle Association. Behind the Dragon Art Theater. Practice at 11. Races start at 1 p.m. Sunday. Stop outside of Brainerd. I know a place there we can get laid. What do you think? I'm fucking hungry now, you know. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. I'm saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? All right, we are back. And, yeah, so now... Where are we? I don't know. So now it's Oh, kind yeah, of, they're driving. Now it's kind of in the, kicked into high gear, you know. Yeah, she, she it, wants to go to a, a restaurant, right? She yeah. wants a steak and potatoes. Yeah, and and he takes her to, to his friend, the Chinese restaurant, who knows everything. And he's like, oh, we only have Chinese food here. And he's like, no, special customers get filet mignon and mashed potatoes. And he's like, okay... And then, cause he's and he goes sit down with me, and then he starts asking about Big Buddha. And before, but before that, when he gets in, the kitty and the waits and the the woman that runs Maitre the place, d, yeah, the maitre d, they just like. Rrr, rrr, I know know you from Korea, from from China, and she's like, no, you must be mistaken. Yeah, so there's like some, you know, some like yeah, oh, weird what stuff. What is this crap? You know. So then he sit down, and then. The boss is like, no, I don't know anything about Big Buddha, and don't ever talk about him because that's how you end up dead. And also, this woman, Kitty, she's always throughout the movie. She's not. I'm not gonna say she's not likable, but she's kind of has a, a thing about her too. She's like, she's acting very ambiguously. Like, yeah, she could be bad. Could or, be bad. Could be good. You don't know. Yeah. You know? And she she appears more often than not to be evil. Yeah, you know? kind of. Yeah. Devious. Yeah. So then the the owner and the maitre d are like, oh, they they're in a separate room. And he's like, so they know about us. You know, they showed up after right out a day after that guy told them all about our plot. You have to kill him. So give him this special incense that's gonna blow up. Like, he's like, shaped he, like an owl. Yeah. And he's like, but he's my friend. And she's like, no one's your friend. Dragon. You know, Big Buddha will kill you if you don't. So he gives him this gift and says, okay, we'll see. He doesn't later. want to. He's he like trying not to, but she keeps like, well, wait, wait, wait. You have to take the, the label price tag off, off and to, he's to like, activate uh, it. Yeah. Okay. So now it's twenty minutes before this bomb goes off, and then she, and then he goes in to get liquor and cigarettes. They get stuck in a traffic jam, and yep. he said, "Let me go get some liquor and cigarettes." Of course, you know. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? So. And she stays in the car. Uh oh. And I was thinking what was going to happen was, you knew the bomb was going to go off. I was thinking that was going to happen. Well, he goes in there and getting his liquor and cigarettes. Uh, uh, liquor and cigarettes. The the thing would go off, and he'd go, "Oh my god!" And then he would hit his belt and go back like Saber. thirty and oh. save her. But no, it turns out she had left the car before. So like, I was going to look at swimwear. And you're like, what? Well, of course you would. You know? And you're like, okay. And so now you're like, okay, now she really is evil because she knows. Yeah. She knew to get out of the car. She knew to get out of the car. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, it blew yeah. up, and then he's like, okay. 
Now this is I'm a little fuzzy on the next part because now they they now they know the ship's coming in, so they go on a boat to Ming's no no before that um, before that he goes to the um, he goes into the she they're talking and he goes like that happened that she goes I think she says I know the girl that works behind the counter mm. he goes I you know she was she's I know her from and from like uh, Big Buddha or whatever somewhere now she goes the guy goes no she's never been in Asia and he goes yes she was go talk to her or whatever so I think he ends up going to talk to her right and then like you know he ends up like oh that's right because he's like oh let's go on a date and let's go have sex yeah with the other girl the maitre d yeah 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 and yeah, he tries yeah. to get her to spill the beans and she's not doing it so he grabs her arm and he's gonna break it and then she like deviously grabs like a, a knife. Uh, like a, a knife opener, yeah. and she's gonna he's gonna stab him but then Kitty's there, and she's like, she kills her with her like blow dart, yeah. blow dart or whatever. She goes, see, I told you. And then w- when they go out, all of a sudden these the two agents of Mister uh, no, Big, uh, Big Buddha come in, and they they know her, and you go, oh, so it was a double cross or whatever. Yeah, that's because that's where he's like, she, he's like, oh, part of the deal was you got you got him now. Give me Big Buddha. Yeah, right. And they're like, no, no, we can't do it or whatever, you know. Big Buddha, I and forgot she, what it was. And she takes him out. So then she, she won't, they won't, they won't, they won't, she, they got him and they're going to kill him. And she goes, no, give me Big Buddha. They go, no, we can't do that. So right, she takes him out. And then he goes, oh, I thought you might have been working for the other side. You know, after she frees him or whatever, you know. Right. So then at some point they figure out that Big Buddha, what he does is he runs like a... a Ming a, importer. A, a Ming importer, like fireworks company. Yep. Or whatever. No, she's like Ming imports everything. They make everything, fireworks and all sorts. Of, everything comes in and out on the ship. And that's where they kind of figure out. That's where they're bringing the pieces or whatever. Yep. So, so then he gets on a boat with her. Yeah. Now this is where they kind of go. The, the plan is, okay, and and it. he gives her a little bit of a, a crash crash course yeah, on the on the bat belt time machine. So now they get on this boat and they're like, well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna sit here. We're gonna go to this spot, and we're gonna go forward for three weeks. When this is supposed to come in, we're gonna watch when it comes in, then go back, and like then we're gonna then we're gonna so- solve everything or whatever, like it was something like that. Like their time travel is very like kind of I, I don't want to say underused, but it's like very linear or like they don't think outside of the box with their time travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, they just kind of travel. they just kind of stand they don't perfect there. Perfect it like now. <laughs> They're like we're gonna stand here, and then we're gonna go forward in time. And then we're going to just go back in time, and that's it, you know. And you're like, okay, I guess. And Because he, he also has a needle gun, because he's like, you can't go back in time and kill someone. Because you'll screw up time. you screw up time, which is always like, whatever. You know, if you killed me three weeks ago, it nothing's going to happen to the to the time continuum. I Trust me. I haven't done shit in three weeks. You, yeah. You'll be fine killing me. Now, you know. But anyway, so now they're like, oh, they're like... Now they're there, but Ming knows they're there, and he's like, "No, I want him to come in." So, so Big Buddha, Ming, I want him to come in so I can like torture him and find out what they know. Then I'll kill him. And now it's just like your standard Hal Needham sneaking around in a warehouse, shooting, fighting kind of scene. Yeah, they go back. Do they go back three weeks? Before they go back three weeks. Well, then they're like, "Oh, I've been waiting for you," or something. You know, like yeah, they go in there and they uh, go back three weeks, and and they're they're. Like trying to like infiltrate the place, and then like you said, the guy said, "I've been waiting for you," and then like he's fighting him, and then he he's, he throws some uh, matches and he lights up the whole fireworks. 
the See, munitions. The, I love this part. The uh, our smarmy, our, our 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 head guy. I've always contended that if I was trapped or if I was in some kind of weird thing. I would just burn the place to the ground and see where the chips fall. Like, I would literally just light the place up. So when that guy did that, I was like, finally, someone thinks like me. Burn the whole place down. Let's see how my, how, let's see how committed you are to this gunfight when the whole place is burning down around you. Let's go. Let's burn this place so, down. So basically, and that's finally, what he does. he does. He lights up the fire. So I was like, yeah, there you go. But in you the know? meantime, the henchman grabs Kitty and they yeah. take off with her. Yeah. but that, Oh, no, because she, she appears behind him. Behind Big Buddha, and she's like, "Don't I look familiar? Yeah, Don't yeah, you remember exactly. these eyes? You remember like it's the whole, uh, you. And she's you, gonna you, stab him. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna stab me. You, you raped me when I was a kid, or whatever, or, or they, yeah, he was. They like don't a, say rape, but he, they say bad. He, he was like, he he killed, he crucified or killed people in their yeah, village yeah, or whatever. The whole shtick, you know. But then they 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 knock her out or yeah. whatever. That one, the George Animal Steel comes out of nowhere yeah, with yeah, a yeah. Uh, off the turnbuckle with a chair and knocks her out. And then they take her to another room. And what's funny is Odd Job, Big Buddha, is dubbed. He's dubbed by Marvin Miller, who's a famous uh, was an actor who did a lot of dumb. He says, it's weird you hear. Because Harold Sakata talked in other movies, but it's I felt I guess they felt he was butchering the language at this time. They, they should have used Lee Marvin. And Sakata was a wrestler, too. You can tell he's yeah. a big Buddha oh, he's wrestler big dude, dude or whatever. So he probably got the guy who looks like George Animal Steel. That was probably another wrestler, too. He was big. That, was that actor big. was bigger than... He was big. He, he, he was probably his wrestling buddy. He said, oh, come on, you know. Yep. Because Oddjob wrestled throughout, you know, the 70s, I think. He was like, you know, he he did like special shows or whatever. So they, they're setting up for the showdown like in his office or whatever. So yeah. Jeff Hunter gets in there and like the girl's sitting there knocked out. There's the girl, there's Kitty. There's another <laughs> assistant, female assistant, and then there's two henchmen. So he gets into a fight with the, the two henchmen, you know, right? He kills one of them, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then George Animal Steel... Because the girl's there, too. The evil, the evil maitre d' girl is there. No, no, she's... No, she's not. She's dead already. That's she right. was no, killed. Wait. This is another, this oh, is another this, assistant. Because this is the one that was with... Now, Kitty, at the very beginning scene, who when she saved that guy from getting killed was from the dragons... the other lady? You the, sure? It's the other lady. Because okay. she was sitting there talking to him, like, kind of in uh, incognito. Okay, okay. And then that, so this is where this girl comes out of, because she infiltrated the gang on the other side. Yeah. So the Dragon organization has a very lax uh, uh, vetting in process. Yeah, right. They did not properly, you know, invest on the vetting process. So no wonder they're right with freaking malcontents and, and <laughs> people that are double agents, you know? If yeah. you don't invest in the front end, you're not going to expect the payouts in the back end. Exactly. Return on investment, exactly. dude. Exactly, yeah. Just because yeah, yeah. you're sitting there being all huge doesn't mean I mean, you that can... might have worked in Southeast Asia, but it's not working in, like, you know, San Francisco. Let that be a lesson to you, my friend. Invest in the front end vetting process. So they, they got, like, a big battle royale between... Uh, Jeff Hunter and George yeah. Animal Steel. He breaks a vase over his head. I know that guy's a monster. He breaks like a he breaks like a a, a, a chair over him. But then he picks up a car and hits him with a car yeah. and shoots him in the face. But then then while he kills the other guy, George the Animal Steel is getting ready to beat the crap out of Jeff Hunter. But like Kitty, I don't know if it, the, the the other woman kills Big Boot. I don't know if yeah. she killed him at this point. Yeah, or yeah, she did. But then his gun falls. So Kitty. Sees the gunfall, so she kicks it to Jeff Hunter, yeah. and then Jeff Hunter kills George the Animal Steel or yep. whatever. And then the uh, Macho Man comes back and is like, "I'm coming for that belt, Smarm." And he's like, "No, you can't have it." And he's like, "Ooh, yeah." 
So they saved the day. No None nuclear. No, no nuclear <coughs> explosion bomb. And, and Macho Man hurts my throat when I try to do the Macho Man. Step into a Slim Jim. Yeah, because you got to breathe inward or something. Yeah, sad. Both him and Miss Elizabeth are passed away. That's so sad. I miss Randy Macho Man Savage more than I thought I would. Yeah. Like, you know, when he passed away, I was sad, but I was like, oh, whatever. He was, I, he was, he was, I thought he was more tertiary, and now that I realize that, no, he was a very charismatic, funny character. Like, you needed that kind of character. Yeah. Nut job. A crazy guy, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, Smarm wins. Then they go on the boat, and he's like, let's be married. And they drive off, and you're like, oh, Hollywood. Like, or just, not, they didn't say married, but he starts making out with her, and she's like, oh, now you're going to see my real kitty, and... And, and 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 the end, and you're like, what the shit did I just watch? <laughs> she but, said you're a real kitty. No, I didn't I, she didn't say that. I, <laughs> I, was I made hoping that up 100. percent But uh, open. And you look her up. And the remake, maybe. Yeah, and she, you you look her up. She's still acting. It's crazy. Fresh I mean, new, yeah, and she's yeah. like 86 years old, and Good for and her. Uh, and you know, and we like we said, Smarm died three years later. Sad, Jeff Hunter. It's amazing. Sad. You know, I was because he looks like a very young, yeah. young square jaw. You know, up and comer. Yeah, well, yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, is Sakata is a is a odd job still alive? I don't think so. But uh, we've seen him in a few movies. We oh. saw him in Mr. No Legs. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, he's in everything we watch. He was. <laughs> he was uh. in, oh, he was in an Alan Adamson movie. He was in Sam, uh, Black Samurai. I think he was in Black Samurai too. Hell, Sakata. Yeah. Awesome. Co-host. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. It didn't do a lot to stand out from the from the herd. It was a low budget. You That's can what I mean. Tell. They they didn't, and they also were just like meh. The guy who produced it, Arthur C. Pierce, produced a lot of uh, sci-fi in the '60s, low budget side. The Time cool. Travelers, a few other ones. You know, the movie with the he also produced Castle of Evil. He also produced the one that I can't think of now with the creature monster oh. at the end so if I can find that I'll find it and then we'll find out whether we watched it or not and then if we didn't we'll have the next week's movie <laughs> oh my god if you remember, that for you remember all that that's convoluted yeah alright that's I it. it I guess uh, what are you going to give this one uh, uh, a 6.5 nah, I'm with you at a 6 fine. didn't hate it didn't love it I can it tell was, it was it was enjoyable for like the dated and spy craze yeah this boy sci-fi twist I know. can tell that the spy Rabbit it, it, Hole it, it, goes on forever. After after 007 hit, oh, that was it. Oh, they were like, oh my God, we got to cash in. Like, between, okay, Man From U.N.C.L.E., Bond, The Beatles, you know, all that. In 65, that was the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. Batman a year later, that was the biggest thing, man. I'm surprised. I was uh, there. I'm surprised Corman didn't jump on the spy bandwagon, but it probably cost too much or he just didn't. He was doing it towards... He was, he was doing he, his own thing. Bike, he, bikers and... He was doing he by sixty five. He was ending his Edgar Allan Poe because he was doing those Edgar Allan Poe movies. He was producing a bunch of B movie stuff. Then he went to Bikers. He might have he might have AIP might have grabbed a couple of no no American International Picture imported and dubbed a few spy movies. They, they did, did okay. But Corman didn't work on them. Yeah, he probably just was they like they just nah. imported them and redubbed them. But they did. He's like I like they more sure sexploitation did. and biker stuff. I don't need that crap. He was yeah. doing the Poe movies or He's, whatever. Yeah, he didn't care. All right. Well, yeah, so decent movie. Because the um, counterculture, like in 66, the, the 65 spy really big. 66 counterculture started hitting dude, really big. Yeah, and, and he was part of it. And he jumped on He's, that well, one. Well, I mean, he... He, he I think jumped he, on that one big time. He did it more than anyone to popularize oh, it and make it like, time, oh yeah. my God, just get it yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 He jumped yeah. on that. Anyway. Do you know my love for Corman? 
He's all the greatest. Cormanized, one hundred percent. He's the king of all B movies. <laughs> he is. Hey, yes. Undisputed. I don't care what anyone says. All right. Yeah, yeah. He, Until he, to this day, Macho Man's coming for him, and he exactly. can't win. He can't get the belt from him. All right. So that's it for this week. My name is Malamy. As always, Dr. Morbius. Sing us out of here, Don Sullivan. No tenderloins this week. We're gonna just go with Sullivan. No Wendy's. Okay. Uh-huh. Where's the beef? Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? any more like laughing than I do right now.